Welcome to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast. If you want to hear the show, you can find it on Family Life Radio. If you want to find a station near you, you can go to myflr.org or stream it online. Hey, it's Kinkle Fritz. Welcome to the podcast. And if you missed today's show, well, here's what happened. It's Kinkle Fritz and Friends with you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. And what can we do for you? Hi, I just wanted to say thank you. Oh. I was really having a bad morning. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, I have a medically fragile foster daughter that I am traveling two hours to go to her doctor this morning. And I had to arrange a babysitter and for my kids and all of that. And then I got stuck in my driveway. (laughs) And I was just really just bummed. And then I turn on the radio after my cousin helps me out of the driveway. And you guys were laughing and... I just really appreciated it. I needed that reminder of why I am doing what I am doing and just needed a smile this morning. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Well, that is literally our joy. And thank you for reminding us why we do this. Absolutely. Sometimes we all need that reminder. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us about so. your foster daughter. Is she the first uh, foster child you've had? or? It is our first foster daughter. She is a sweetheart. She's mm. 14 months old and she has Down syndrome and she's fed with a feeding tube. But she is an absolute joy. And Aww. so... And our three absolutely adore her and protect her and love on her and everything. So that's super fun. Thank you for volunteering and, in a way, dedicating part of your life. Mm-hmm. That That's just amazing. I mean, fostering is one thing, but then taking on a, a child diagnosed with special needs. I'm impressed by you. You're with amazing. With a house full <laughs> already. Yes. Yes. Uh, you are it amazing. Literally only through God. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, we've got a daughter diagnosed with special needs. And don't get me wrong, we love her just the way she is. But at times, it is very physically and emotionally demanding. So for you to volunteer on your own, knowing how hard it might be, you're amazing. It definitely... There's trying days, <laughs> like when you get stuck in your driveway. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for always being on the radio and for reminding us where our strength comes from. Oh, it's an honor. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Kankle Fritz and friends with you. If you want to talk, our number is 651-8870. And mm. uh, what's that? Oh, oh, what am I saying? Hey, can I tell you the time I gave away my personal phone number on the radio? (laughs) That wasn't it. Oh, my goodness. No, don't call that number. So, uh, you know, we we were... (laughs) This is hilarious. Uh, so what? if you want to talk, just call that number, right? Yeah. You can text us at 58326. Good morning. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good. Who's this? Uh, Randall from Oakland Township. Yes, Randall. What's on your mind? Uh, you guys are talking about those uh, weird sounds and things that go on. Yeah. We're talking about how it actually can raise your blood pressure, like the sound of people eating. Apparently, is the top one. So what? If, what is it for you? I'm going to tell you, I'm probably the only one literally in the world 
that has this issue. Okay, what is so, it? Ever since I was a little kid, if anybody takes, including me, if anybody takes a popsicle stick and runs it through their teeth, and right now I can't even say it because I'm already going into it, that feeling just drives me insane. Like right now, my skin's crawling, the, the, the tension, the friction, the sound, just running that popsicle stick through your teeth just drives me out of my mind. And I told my kids about it, and that was the worst thing. <laughs> you know, I am on board with you. Oh, for me, <laughs> it has to do with the flavor and the texture of that wood. Oh. <laughs> it's like a tongue depressor yes. at the doctor. It's, it's a tongue the depressor. Texture of it, the wood. Yes. There you go. And. I agree. If these popsicle companies could put a plastic one in there, I would praise the Lord. <laughs> it's bad for the environment, Kinkle Press. Oh, well, there's that's true, yes. Oh, man. But still. Oh, I know. Man. Uh, well, I'm glad someone's on board with me. I feel better. <laughs> that, oh, no. I, I'm, oh. I'm totally on board. You are not alone on that one. Well, you remember, guys, those little Dixie cups would come with those little wooden spoons? Mm -hmm, the paddles, uh -huh. yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah. Why the wooden spoon? Stop I, it! Uh, it makes your oh, ice cream taste like it. wood. Oh, 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 oh. Why? Here's this yummy torture device, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about how God has taken a difficult thing that you've gone through, and maybe even a tragedy or something hard, and turned it around so that you can minister to others with that. Marina is with us, so tell us what happened. A few years ago, I actually just lost my grandmother. A few months later, we lost my uncle. And my grandma was my best friend, so we and we did everything together. And when I lost her, I really fell into a really dark place. And I never thought that I would get out of it. But then my mom started taking us back to church, and we started finding the love of God again. And it was so amazing. And I, I ended up getting out of my little funk there. And now I've been working at a life insurance company for about two years and helping people get through what I went through because once their loved one or passes away, they call us and then once we get everything done and situated, I'm able to talk about my experience and wow. how I went through that and how we can help them get through that as well. I love that. Mm -hmm. So you're kind of like a mini bereavement counselor when they call you. <laughs> you just well, dealt with some wonderful. loss and now you have a job helping people dealing with loss. That's amazing. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah, it's definitely not something I thought I was ever going to want to talk about. But now that I know that it actually helps other people, it's not something that I, I mind. It's just, yeah, let me tell you what I went through. So maybe oh, that's great. you somehow. <laughs> you know, that could be a good connection to Jesus, too. Yeah, definitely. So we get into that as well. And then I just, I feel the presence of my grandmother and the Lord. Beautiful. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Family Life Radio. It's Kankle Fritz and friends with you. We're just kind of blown away by this, <laughs> this statistic. Uh, and, it, and it says that 60% of women in relationships say they don't initially believe their man when he tells her that he is sick. <laughs> and, and I said, well, it's a little to do with the severity of the perceived illness. Perceived. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. So, uh, so yeah, it's uh, with Sally, it's not so much you don't believe he's sick. It's like, is it really that bad? Is it really that severe? Right. And uh, <laughs> there's something that, a term that's been around for a while now called the man cold. And we're wondering, is that what we're talking about? You, we'd love to hear from you. 888 or you can text us 58326. Uh, Sally. 
Yes. This person says, I 100% agree with Sally in our house. Every time my husband is sick, it's the sickest he's ever been in his whole life. How can every time be the worst illness ever? <laughs> this is the question. Girlfriend, yes. Oh, man. Here's another we one. We love our guys. Yeah, women still function at work when they are sick, but men want to be waited on and cannot function. <laughs> wow, these are broad, uh-huh. sweeping statements. Well, <laughs> okay, here's somebody who's got, like, the man cold is real, and oh my goodness, the sound effects kill me too. <laughs> the sound effects. <laughs> now, you know my husband is uh, right around the corner. He's listening. <laughs> No I, I want to I know what Roger thinks about all this. <laughs> all right. I mean, come on. Uh, here's another one who texted us at 58326. Men are all babies when it comes <gasps> to being sick. What? We are not. They moan and groan. No. Yes, loudly. <laughs> all right. Sorry, Kinkle Fritz. Gonna have it's to tone it down, day. apparently. <laughs> I'm going to go from I'm deathly ill to <gasps> severe. I can Just... barely breathe <laughs> to um, try to. Turn... All right. OK. All right. Is this true? I, I haven't even heard from a guy yet. Are you even have, has stand up for yourself? <laughs> yes. Uh, has your girlfriend or wife said you are just being a baby? What's going on? Is this fair? I don't know. Triple eight, triple eight, nine, nine, seven, six. Give us a call. Hey, we got to hear what is your good news. Give us a call at 888-888-9976. Sheena is with us. Tell us what's going on. I have had some of the hardest, deepest, dark times in the past six months. In January, we found out my dad was in stage four cancer, and uh, it was non-operable. Mm. He had not one, not two, but three tumors, one in his spine, one in his liver, and one in his esophagus. And the one in the esophagus is causing him not to be able to eat. Yesterday, I picked up my dad from his chemo appointment. Um, when we were driving away, my dad grabbed my hand and he told me that the tumors, one in the liver is almost non-existent. The one in his esophagus is gone down massively in size, so he'll be able to eat. And the one in his liver has uh, gone down from 14 mm to 5 mm. <gasps> wow. My goodness, praise That's God. That's uh, a big reduction, man. Yes. So I don't know what that means <laughs> for everything else because we were told that the cancer had spread to his bones. But I do know through all of this, the Lord has a plan and he has my daddy in his hands. So if mm. that's the one thing of hope that I needed to know that God is listening and he is working in our lives, I needed that. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you, guys. And you have a wonderful morning. You too. God bless. <laughs> Wow, the stories. Tell us about the good news in your life. Give us a call at 888-9976. Is that what's going on right now? Is there standing by your man or are we just completely throwing him to the side? In the effort of discussing the man cold this morning. 
Oh, uh, we're just having a little fun. I saw some new research, <laughs> and it didn't have anything to do with man cold. It just said that 60% of women do not initially believe their husband uh, or their boyfriend when he says he's sick. And Sally said, nope, that's not it. In my family, it's I don't believe the severity <laughs> of what Roger is saying. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, boy. Rachel uh, is with us. What do you think about all this? Ladies, y'all are going to be mad because my husband, we've been married for 12 years, and I cannot get him to stay home and do what he needs to do to recover to save his life. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, seriously, it's ridiculous. I'm like, honey, please go to bed. No, I have to work. <laughs> Why? Why? Like, the work's going to be there tomorrow. He won't do it. So, in defense of you men, there are <laughs> there are some that never get the man cold. They just... Okay. <laughs> just plow through. But he does. He really does. I got to give it to him. He's awesome. Wow. Oh, that's so good. So, not all of them are bad. Not all of them get the man cold. <laughs> Mine does not. Okay. <laughs> he just does it. He just plows through. Well, someday he just might catch one. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. And you'll be there to console him. I don't, I don't think he take care of himself if he did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Well, we just got another text. Says, she says that uh, I want to speak for my husband. Uh, on a positive note, he was in the military, and when he gets sick, he really is sick. Okay. Big bad. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, when he finally, yes, yes. When he finally is like, babe, I got to go to bed, I'm like, oh, my God, he's dying. I need to call 911 <laughs> and get ambulance over here. We need a ventilator. Um, yes. I'm going to be a widow. Wow. Like, I'm, like, mentally preparing for his death because he's finally like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> you have small children. Maybe you've tried to cook with them. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kankle Fritz and Friends with you on Family Life Radio. We found these rules for parents when cooking with kids. Number one, don't correct them all the time. Mm -hmm. That just makes them want to run out and never come back. <laughs> uh, also, don't get mad. By the way, this was written from a kid's a child's perspective. Don't get mad at me if we fail. Smart guy once said, we learn from our mistakes. We believe that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like that guy. <laughs> uh, don't rush us. Learning takes time. Mm -hmm. uh, this is this number four I'm having a hard time with because this is what you deal with as a parent a lot. It's okay to get tired and lose interest. <gasps> No, it's not okay. <laughs> because, you know, you're trying, you're halfway through something and they yeah. say, I'm bored. Um, or, or you can yeah. tell they start to want, like Sam right. will just start wandering off. Yeah. Next, you know, he's not there. Yeah. <laughs> My grandma tried to get me into cooking and it, it took her a little bit to realize, you know, I was super invested basically until there was nothing left to taste and no bowl left to lick and then I was gone. That's really what oh, I was all in about it for. the eating. It was. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. And then I, it's, Misty, where did Misty go? Right. Misty's yeah. back in her room playing now. We're done. Exactly. <laughs> and then what's wrong with being messy? It's actually more fun that way. <laughs> my grandma would disagree with oh, that. Oh, yeah. My wife would too. <laughs> you clean as you cook. Yes. My word. See, I don't clean as my cook either. I'm, I'm, I'm just cooking and stuff that's flying everywhere. <laughs> Experience hope. Family Life Radio. It is time for the Joy Report. I've got joy down in my soul. I'm going to let this feeling take control. Joy. 
What's bringing you joy? Give us a call right now at 888-888-9976. Tiffany's with us. Tell us what's going on. Well, I just wanted to tell you that they found an aneurysm on my brain that busted. Oh, my. I had to have emergency brain surgery. and I couldn't talk. I couldn't walk. And I was in the hospital. You have the brain surgery or you're going to die. But there's a 52% chance that you'll be paralyzed on your left side for the rest of your life. Well, I didn't have any medical insurance. And a couple that is financially well off, they lost their only son to an aneurysm. They stepped up and paid my $1.3 million brain surgery. What? You got to be kidding me. They saved my life. Um, no, I'm dead serious. This happened in 2019. Wow. Like mm, my goodness. Wow. That's amazing. It took me six months to learn how to walk again. So I still have seizures and some nerve damage on the left side. But I can walk and talk and, I mean, they saved my life. That's amazing. Oh, and these yeah. are complete strangers. Yes, sir. How did they find out about what was going on? My neurosurgeon alerted them. They couldn't save their only son's life with all the money that they had. So they saved mine. Wow. So you obviously knew these people had possibly the money to do it. I don't know who they are and I don't know their names. Yeah. And I would love to thank them. Man. But I don't have a way to do that because I have no idea who they are. They wanted to remain anonymous. Oh, gotcha. Right. Wow. Mm. They saved my life. I have six kids. And four of them are not even grown yet. And most people in the world don't survive a busted aneurysm on their brain. So I know that God has a calling on my life. I'm so excited. I can walk and talk. Wow. I can hear it in your voice. So now we got to know, what is bringing you joy? Call us right now. 888-888-9976. You know, the other day, I have to remember that uh, we were opening some boxes we moved recently. And I didn't know what was in this box and took the lid off. And it was files. Files and files and files of a radio show that I created and hosted with my husband. And uh, wow, the nostalgia just rushed over me. And Raj said to me, uh, you're going to let those go? And I said, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I can. And I started to think about how easy it is to get lost in the past. The good old days, if you will. Sure. And uh, not appreciate where God is currently taking you. I felt really convicted that it was time to say thank you, Lord, for those memories and let it go. But it was hard. You know, that is hard, especially if you don't think where you are right now is good as where you were. Oh, good point. Oh, yeah. I hadn't yeah. thought of it that way, but yes. You might think, oh, I wish I could have that back. I don't like what's happening in my life right now. Yes. Yeah, but, I think that's the thing. When we say the good old days, we're kind of denying that we're currently in them. Right. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> These days can be good, too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I think maybe... You have a way that you've found that you've you've said goodbye to something and um, really released it. I, I'd love to hear from you because it was a really difficult choice for me to make. And he said, is it okay if I box these up? I said, yes, but I can't throw them away. Would you do it for me? Mm. And I, I saved one file just, just for the memory of he and me to dig it, something that we created together, but the rest of it is gone. And uh, it feels very freeing, I have Good. to say. But it was it was not easy. And uh, but I think that I'm reminded that um, in Philippians three, uh, Paul talks about not that I've already obtained all of this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on 
to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. And I just think it's important. And God was telling me, Sally, let it go. Was Press it hard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it hurt. There were tears. There were tears, absolutely. So so how about you? How has God helped you let go of something? We'd love to hear your story. 888-888-9976. You can text us 58326. Thanks so much for joining us for the podcast today. If you ever miss the show, this is the easiest way to hear what happened. And remember, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook too, FLR Mornings for both. Thanks for listening to the Kinkle Fritz and Friends podcast, heard on Family Life Radio. We would appreciate it so much if you could rate, review, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. You can also find more exclusive content at myflr.org and FLR Mornings on both Facebook and Instagram. And if you support Family Life Radio, thank you.